The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2805. So we are going to continue talking about The Edge of Balance Volume 2, but there has been some late-breaking news that we are going to cover today and move our conversation back a little bit about The Edge of Balance. As to do with Star Wars Celebration, the site and the socials have come alive with new information, and I'm here to share that with you. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we've been talking on the show, usually at our you know monthly kickoffs right the first of the month and covering all the different categories related to Star Wars storytelling. We've been talking about Star Wars Celebration and how there has been precious little happening around it, very little in the way of new public announcements or whatever, but we finally have new news to report. First of all, tickets are going back on sale on March 15th at 9 a.m. Pacific. And the crazy thing about that is, at least to you know my read of the situation, is that when you look at the ticket types that are available, every single ticket type is available. The Jedi Master ticket type is available, all the four-day passes or the four-day passes for adults and kids, and then all the single-day passes for adults and for kids. And when you look at the fine print for ticket limits and stuff, they're limiting you to 12 tickets. So you can buy four Jedi Master Passes and eight of the other types of tickets. That seems like a lot to me. That actually seems like when you think about a, the number of cancellations that they might have received for the 2020 event and the amount of cancellations that they might have received when the date was switched from August of 22 to May of 22. And when you factor in that they are probably going to be doing something related to, you know, a certain kind of crowd management, if you will, limiting the number of attendees based on the current pandemic situation. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot of tickets that they're making available, particularly with the 12 ticket limit. Like, that's the thing that is really surprising to me. So, ah, yeah, I guess <laughs> we'll see about that and, you know, what the actual attendance levels are. The other thing that's happening is the light resellers website is going to be coming online after tickets go on sale. So Light is the service that ReadPop is working with to buy tickets on the secondary market. In other words, not having to try to randomly find somebody who is reselling their tickets because of course the tickets aren't refundable anyway, but this new light service is supposed to be able to match you up. And yes, there is an additional charge for that, but you know, that's a whole other situation. But that's been offline for a while, so anyone who has decided that they want a refund for their tickets hasn't been able to even put them on light, and so now they're gonna be able to do that as well. The one thing that isn't available this time around is hotel rooms. So they had a block of hotel rooms in their reservation system situation, and they've announced as part of this that they don't have any more hotel rooms. They are completely sold out. 
there are also health and safety requirements and they go to great pains to say that these are evolving but the primary things you need to know are that if you are five years old and over and if you're five years old and listening to this podcast good on you but if you are five years of age or older you need to present proof of vaccination they will not accept negative covid tests for anybody who is five years old or older under five years old you can have a they have the details about pcrs and antigen tests and how to do that but basically if you're five years old or older you have to present proof of vaccination and at this time they're only requiring the initial series so if it was two of the moderna or the pfizer or the one of the johnson and johnson etc and they also have details about the you know uh, the world health organization's guidelines and other vaccines that are available not in the united states so they have all that on the website at starwarscelebration.com they're not requiring boosters at this point but they are strongly recommending them and proof of vaccination means showing them your vaccination card or they're going to be partnering with this company called clear that has a health pass service Service. It's an app where you can have it all digitally available. They're also going to do daily health monitoring and you're basically going to have to assert that you have no symptoms and that you haven't been exposed to anyone with symptoms. So there's an honor code thing about that basically. And all of this is going to be enforced by safety ambassadors who are going to be on site at the Anaheim Convention Center. There are social distancing requirements and they also say, and this is, you know, I understand why, but it's sad. No hugging and no handshakes. And they are saying that the safety ambassadors are gonna have the right to you know, report you and you could have your badge removed, revoked, and you could be kicked out of celebration for violating stuff. And I have a feeling they are going to be serious about that and they have every reason to be, of course. And then the third big thing is that masks are going to be required and they have a whole guide about what kinds of masks are acceptable, but masks will be required for all attendees at all times. And no, if you're wearing a Darth Vader helmet, that's not the kind of mask that qualifies. It has to be one of the pandemic masks, right? And they also say that they've adjusted their layout and that they've implemented exhibitor recommendations with the safety of everyone in mind and that these things are still <laughs> subject to change. The idea that they're adjusting the layout of things, I mean, the Anaheim Convention Center is huge. So it does make you wonder like, what do they mean by that? Does that mean that it's going to be spread out over a larger portion of the convention center? Are they going to be limiting the number of people that go into the different uh, panels and presentations and that sort of thing? Obviously, there's still a lot to learn, but I guess they've been working behind the scenes to at least get us this far into the process. So yeah, still more to come for sure. And that is one of the things that they're hyping. They talk about staying connected with them through you know, newsletter and social for upcoming major announcements, immersive exhibits, and interactive show floor screenings, exclusive merchandise, celebrity guests, panels, autograph sessions, fan-inspired activities, costumes, and other surprises celebrating all things Star Wars. It is the 20th anniversary of the release of Attack of the Clones, so you would expect at the very least that there's going to be something related to that. 
And as far as the rest of it, there's still no announcement going on about what any of those panels or guests or screenings or anything might be. They still haven't established or reestablished the pages on the website with the different stages, like the, you know, the celebration stage, the twin sun stage, the galaxy stage, all of those things. And what usually happens with those or who's hosting those stages or anything like that. So yes, we still, are looking forward to a lot more information, but the logistics of the event have now been updated, and I think that's really a very positive step in terms of <laughs> giving us some sort of confidence that this thing actually is going to happen and it's not going to get changed yet again or not have to be changed yet again. So there you go. That's what we know about Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. And once again, tickets are going to be going on sale on Tuesday, March 15th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And that right there is going to do it for this episode of the show. It it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.